Welcome to the Business of Beverages, Drinks Industry Insights with Makers, Marketeers and Mischief. Hello and welcome to BizBev Pod's bi-weekly quiz where myself and William P. Keating take each other on in a battle of quiz wits to see who can guess the beverage brand first. Will, I actually feel like I'm getting bored doing that intro because I feel like everybody kind of knows what this is about now. Yes, everybody who's listened before knows what it's about, but there's somebody listening for the very first time. Uh, And if you are listening for the very first time, literally every other one of our listeners has subscribed to our uh, little... (laughs) um, uh, It's not Patreon, Will. What is it? No, they just go onto our website, bizbevpod.com, and then you hit the subscribe button. There you go. So don't be left out. Come and join us for for way more quiz shenanigans. Uh, We do big interviews too, but the the quiz is the real thing that people tune in for. I, I, do you know what? At one stage, Foxy, I thought if we put the quiz behind a paywall, you know, is that the way to, to fame and fortune? Is that the is that what's going to drive the big bucks? And I'm not sure, though. No, probably not. It's, it's just for fun. Yeah, it is. And sometimes it can even be educational. Exactly. So in, in that vein, Will, would you like to ask the questions first or would you like to answer the questions first? Okay. I'm going to ask the questions first because okay. I, I, I'm thinking that I've I've – I've dumbed down a bit here. I think you're going to get this one a I bit quick. You, you, you have a bit of a smug look on your face there. I'm not so sure. <laughs> That's my resting smug, <laughs> a resting smug face. <laughs> okay. So for five points, this drink is consumed in a wide variety of ways, with food, on its own, and often as part of ceremonies to celebrate life's milestones. <laughs> this could literally be one of 200 different drinks <laughs> until, until you said as part of ceremonies i was like hmm holy communion wine um, <laughs> uh is it champagne Ooh, very good no no well i, I figured you weren't going to go that easy and go red wine <laughs> for four points the production of this beverage relies upon koji mold using Asperillus fungi. Koji mold? Koji. K-O-J-I. Koji mold. Well, that sounds Japanese, uh, where I'm sure people do mark certain milestones as well. But mm-hmm. we've already had sake. So on, now we have had beverages before where we've both forgotten we've had the beverage. So, so let me go out on a limb and say it's sake. <laughs> it is sake, is it? <laughs> we had sake before. We have had sake before, yes. Is this like two t- twice in a row that I, I've I've done a You've done beverage that we've already had? Yep. Are you sure we've had it before in the quiz? I know we did an episode about it, but I was sure you didn't listen to it. Oh, I am almost positive. I asked the questions about sake months and months and months ago. <sighs> Somebody will be able to tell us. Somebody <laughs> will be able to tweet us or X us or whatever it's called now um, and say, oh, yes, you did it on episode 221. <laughs> it's it's still Twitter. Like, let's, let's be realistic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you, you, I did say it was going to be easy. I did think you'd get it quickly, but you're right. You Four points. Well done. Uh, so the Koji mold is, is key to the production of sake. Uh, for three points, it would have been typically, it has an AB, ABV of between 15 and 22% and is widely known outside of its ori- oriental homeland, but it's still very niche. For two points, it would have been often described as a type of wine. It is, in fact, closer to beer. 
as the starch from its main ingredient, rice, needs to be broken down into sugars before fermenting. And that's what the koji mold does. And then for one point, national drink of Japan, it is more correctly known as Nihonshu. I am almost positive that those are very different clues from what I asked at the time. <laughs> so if, if you do go back and find that episode, you will get 10 different clues about uh, sake. Yes. And if you're curious, you can also find the episode we did on sake um, with uh, Kyoto. So, uh, who was brilliant in explaining what sake is and its importance to Japan, and actually a little bit of a mini revival in uh, sake. Uh, did you know that Brooklyn Beckham has just launched canned sake? I did not know that Brooklyn Beckham has just launched hey, okay. canned sake. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure it's some sort of sake seltzer, because uh, I'm not sure you would push sake on its own into a can, but it's quite, it's quite good branding. Let's look to them. Hey, you can put Irish whiskey into a can. Dram in a can from the guys in two stacks. So yes. you, can, you can get anything in a can. Exactly. Well, there you go. You can have Brooklyn Beckham sake in a can. Although we do know that you shouldn't put everything in a, sa- in a can necessarily. There are, there are can failure issues that we have covered on the podcast before. Uh, yes, but that's not why we're here today. We're here to quiz. So I, okay. I, I, yeah, I, I need to see now you're going to beat four. <sighs> like, I, I, five is next to impossible. I have. It's a long time since we had a five. It has been a long time, and I don't think you're going to get it in five, but I do think you are going to get it within the three to four region. No, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Let's go. Okay, well, for five points, this beverage brand has been family-owned for over 200 years since 1806. Mm, back to the old classic, here's a date. <laughs> um, but family, I, okay, family-owned is is a good clue. So a family-owned beverage since 1806. I'm going to rule out anything American. Um, you know, probably unlikely to have survived corporate raiders. Uh, I'm going to go for something European. I'm going to say... Hmm, Campari. Uh, it's not Campari. Good thinking, but uh, not Campari. Yeah, Campari is also... I don't think family-owned anymore. <laughs> Nevertheless, <laughs> very, very few things are these days. Yeah. Um, uh, Heineken is still family-owned, technically. Yes, yeah, certainly partially. There yeah. you go. Uh, anyway, I digress. Right, so Will, for four points, although this brand is absolutely famed and intrinsically linked to one particular island, the brand is not actually produced in that island nation. Bacardi. It's not Bacardi. Oh, no. Oh, no. I thought I had it. I thought I was going to tie. Oh, no. Oh, I I can see that smile on your face. You led me down that path. (laughs) I did. And you just took the wrong exit off the path. It's in two different directions. You went the wrong fork. Oh, okay. Because Bacardi is famously Cuban. But mm-hmm. it's not, they they fled Cuba, uh, and to be honest, with you, I thought eighteen oh six was a little bit early for Bacardi. But I, like the island, the island, I just yeah. was there. Oh, okay, so close, well played, but no cigar. All right, so this this brand was known by something else up until nineteen. No, open, sorry, this brand was known by something else until nineteen fourteen. However, the name change occurred when it was. Uh, refilled into champagne bottles, reclaimed from an officer's mess, and with the corks sealed with dark wax. Uh, 
Hmm. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. So, so uh, in Europe. So open. I didn't say that. So up until up until 1914, it yeah. would have it would have been poured from uh, wooden barrels into various receptacles that customers would have brought along. Yeah. However, the family ownership spotted an opportunity with empty champagne bottles from an officer's mess, which they filled themselves to sell and sealed the champagne corks with a dark wax. God. Okay, so I was thinking also, first, first of all, wax. I'm thinking, well, what's mm-hmm. what's famously wax-sealed? Well, Maker's Mark is famously wax-sealed, but Maker's Mark is not famously from an island, right? Um, and then what else is famously wax-sealed? Hmm. Uh, I can tell you from bitter personal experience, wax sealing is not as glamorous <laughs> as you think of it. Especially not on beer bottles, Will, when you're trying to off them in a rush. No, no, no. Um, beer bottles, um, definitely don't seal them with, with wax. Or if you do seal them with wax, put a tie in there so you can remove the wax easily. Um, I'm, I'm kind of blanking on other famous wax-sealed beverages. Mm. Right, you are focusing on the correct part of the clue, I would say. Yeah. So the corks were sealed with a dark wax. Dark wax. This is just dead air. I'm blanking. (laughs) Okay. Move on. For two points, Will. The reason that the company was set up in Bermuda was because they were originally en route to the US, but their ship ran out of supplies after 91 days, and Hamilton was the first safe port they came across. I am so surprised you don't know this. I... Is it Gosling? It is Gosling's Black Seal. It is Gosling's Black Seal. Oh my god! <laughs> because oh my god, I oh such an idiot. Because I just when I think of goslings, I just think of the black seal, you yes, know, as the animal on on the front, and I didn't think of the black wax seal. Yes, that is where, that is where the that is where the name came from. <sighs> That's a much cooler story than the stupid looking black seal. Marine marine mammal on the front of their label yep. okay so goslings oh. yeah yep they uh, set out for the us with ten thousand pounds and uh their charter ran out of time and supplies and they ended up in in hamilton so what island is it more famously associated with no bermuda so it's the island but of bermuda but it's, it's, not, it's not actually manufactured there it's it's uh they import uh all of the rum and blend it but they don't actually manufacture any rum on the island of bermuda I didn't know that. There you go. There's your fascinating fact for today. Boom. And what was my one pointer? Your one pointer was it is the absolute key ingredient in a dark and stormy. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is actually well, a dark and stormy is actually a registered trademark to the Gosling's company. I did not know that. There you go. It's ginger ale, Gosling's, isn't it? And uh, yes, they, they do a couple of different beverages. Uh, actually, a very similar kind of uh, start in life to Johnny Walker, where they opened a grocery store and they were selling the the grog from the barrels in the grocery store, along with other things. Well, 
There you go. You got me good and proper. Uh, well done. Uh, a comprehensive four-two victory. I'll, I'll I'll take it. It's, it's rare that it happens, so I'll I'll uh, I'll take it with good grace. Uh, oh, fair play. I I got to go look up. I have. What do I have? I think I have uh, the curious bartender's rum revolution by uh, your buddy Tristan Stevenson. I must go back and reread the Gosling section. Well, the, even the website alone is well worth a read. It was a very fascinating history. Brilliant. Fair play. That's what I'm off to do. All right. See you in two weeks. Thank you for listening to The Business of Beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded, so we appreciate your support in listening, sharing, or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at bizbevpod. If you'd like to support us further, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash bizbevpod. Well done. There you go. That was good. Oh, Gosling's. Christ almighty. Yep. Um, okay. Well done. This, this kind of rabbit holes you go down when you type in interesting rooms on Google. <laughs> yeah.